Good morning, ma. My name is Balan Radibola, a medical student writing exam today. I've been asked by my examiner to ask you a few questions about why you're here. Please, can I go ahead? Okay, thank you, ma. What's your name, ma? How old are you, ma? Um, I understand that you've not been sleeping well. Is that correct, ma? Okay, ma, when did that start? About three months ago. Okay, ma, how did it start? Did you notice I started suddenly or it was something that happened gradually over time? Okay, ma. Um, ma, have you noticed any... Um, this, is it the first time this is happening? Or have you had similar episodes before? Okay, ma. Is there, have you been having any thoughts? Any, did any recent event happen? Maybe you lost someone close to you or something? Okay, ma. Have you been diagnosed of any psychiatric illness before? Okay, ma. Are you being treated for any medical condition? Are you on any drugs? Okay, ma. Yeah, hypertensive. Okay, ma. What are you? What drugs are you on? All right, ma. And you are regular with your drugs. Okay, ma. Do you have any headaches? Do you have any um dif- difficulty with your vision? Okay, ma. Do you feel your heart beating very fast? Okay, ma. Have you noticed that? Is it that you've not been able to? <clears throat> Hello, friends. My soon-to-be colleagues or even colleagues. This is Dr. Debs and this is Psychiatric Clerking Series. It's just going to feature a series of various presenting complaints in psychiatry and how to click it. From where I finished, which is the University of Ibadan, the greatest university in Nigeria. <laughs> All right. We are usually given three minutes to click in an exam situation in the OSCE, in the OSCE station. So it's, it runs for three minutes. So because we're practicing, or this is supposed to be a practice in, in preparation for the exam. We're going to be clicking on that two minutes, 30 seconds. It seems short, but you can actually do a lot in those two minutes, 30 seconds, if you know what you want to ask, really. You just need to be very fast. Make sure you're still getting information from your patient because in the follow-up station, you would need those information. And basically to just help you exercise yourself and know what to ask. The important thing is there are a lot of things to ask, but you can't possibly ask everything in 2 minutes, 30 seconds, but you could ask the important things that will make your examiner be happy with you and you would actually satisfy your examiner. So I just implore you to pay attention. After every series, I'm going to, the way it's going to feature, I'm going to click for 2 minutes, 30 seconds, and I'll try to um, discuss the clicking so that you can understand why I was asking those questions. So it's beyond because the beauty of clicking is that you know what to ask and you know why you are asking it. Because it's if you know why that you can actually know what to ask. Do you understand? So um that's that's it basically. Um see you in the series. Good morning, ma. My name is Bola Nira Adibola, a medical student writing exam today. I've been asked by my examiners to interact with you while you're here today. Please, can I go ahead, ma? Thank you very much, ma. Um, what's your name, ma? What did you do for a living? How old are you? Okay, ma, I understand that um, you've not been sleeping well, been having difficulty sleeping. Can you tell me more about it? When did it start, ma? Three months ago. All right, ma. Um, did it start suddenly or it was something that you noticed happened gradually over time? All right, ma. Um, do you notice that um, is it that you find it difficult to fall asleep, or you find it difficult maintaining sleep, or you wake up in between? Okay, ma. If you find it difficult falling asleep, okay, ma. Do you sleep during the day? You don't sleep during the day. All right, ma. Do you take naps during the day? Do you feel sleepy during the day? 
Okay, do you find yourself having difficulties concentrating during the day? Okay, but do you also notice that you wake up earlier than you normally would, maybe like a few hours before you, you normally would on, on a routine day? Okay, ma, since this symptom started, is this the first episode? Okay, ma, um, could you describe a typical night of sleep for me? When do you sleep? What time do you go to bed? Okay, so do you find yourself tossing on the bed or so of, of some sort and just being there, not being able to achieve, um, being able to sleep? Okay, ma. Okay, ma. Um, have you also noticed that um, you, you fall asleep when you're having some, when you're carrying out some activities, maybe when you're driving or when you're, 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 you're doing something that requires your, your attention? Okay, ma. Um, do you wake up at night to urinate? When you're sleeping do you can you put a can you pinpoint a reason why you're finding it difficult to sleep is there a particular reason all right ma what do you think has precipitated this sleeping difficulties okay ma what kind of job do you do do you think your job could have contributed do you have jobs that involve night shifts okay ma so have you sought help for these sleeping problems what have you done okay you've taken medications okay ma for how long have you been taking the medication what medications have you been using valium Okay, ma, where do you get them from? Is it a doctor that prescribed them to you? Okay, ma, so your partner, does he have sleeping problems? Does he snore at night? Does he jerk his limbs abnormally at night? Have you ever been injured by any of these movements? So how has this sleeping um, difficulty affected your life, your work, your functioning? Time up. Good morning, ma. My name is Bolan Radibola, I'm a medical student writing exam today. I've been asked by my examiners to interact with you about why you're here today. Please do have your permission to go ahead. Thank you very much, ma. What is your name, ma? How old are you? You're 42. Okay, ma. I understand that you've been finding it difficult to sleep. Is this correct, ma? Okay, ma. When did it start? Three months ago. Okay, ma. Um, did it start suddenly or gradually over time? Okay, ma. Is this the first time you're experiencing something like this? So, ma, on a normal night, how many hours do you sleep? On a regular night before the symptoms started, what time do you go to bed? Okay, ma. So I want to ask of your, so this sleeping um, problems or difficulties that you find difficult falling asleep, or you find difficult maintaining your sleep. Okay, ma. Do you find yourself waking up very early in the morning, like two hours or more earlier than you normally would? Okay, ma. Do you feel refreshed after you sleep or when you wake up? Do you feel refreshed or you feel even tired? Do you find yourself feeling sleepy during the day? Okay, ma um do you feel um there's something you can account the sleeping difficulties to is there any situation in your life that that could have precipitated this do you have low mood okay low appetite do you have um loss of interest in previously um desired activities okay ma um so before you sleep do you take any um substances like coffee caffeine containing products or something okay ma um are you do your job do you, does the job require night shift or change in job times or something have you had a recent flying um have you f- flown like in in an aircraft recently or cross time zones recently okay ma have you had any um um difficulty in in um concentrating during the day Okay, ma, your partner, your sleeping partner, does he snore? Okay, ma, does he have restless movements at night? Okay, ma, what have you done since all this started? Okay, ma, have you been using any drugs? 
you been using Valium? How long have you been using it? Who prescribed it for you? Where do you get the drugs? Okay, ma, have you been treated for any psychiatric condition before? Or have you been treated for any medical condition? All right, ma, do you fall asleep during abnormal times of the day? Maybe when you're driving or something. How has this affected your general life? Thank you very much, ma. So basically, quickly in two minutes, I'm just going to go through the clerking. The question says a 42-year-old woman presents to you as she has not been sleeping well. Assess this patient with a view to making a diagnosis. So the first thing I did was elucidate the symptoms or the duration of the symptoms. When did they start? Was it suddenly or gradually? Now I went on to ask details about the sleep or has she been finding it difficult in initiating it? Because primary insomnia is diagnosed when there's difficulty in initiating and maintaining sleep for at least three nights a week so and i should have also like i said we could we can't possibly ask everything and because i want to ask other things i didn't go into details but you must the person must have had non-restorative sleep for at least three nights in a week in the past one month but she said i asked that duration i said three months so that already was already giving me a clue to my diagnosis i asked that if she was having early morning awakening with inability to return to sleep or frequent nights awakening asked about non-restorative sleep if she feels refreshed after sleeping so also i went on to look at sleep hygiene if she um takes any caffeine containing substances like coffee before she's because that could also prevent you from sleeping i also went on to ask about um a job serial or other things like um job induced um job induced um, what's it called now Sleep disorders like, rather, sorry, circadian rhythm six sleep disorders like jet lag or shift work type. You know, there are four types of circadian rhythm sleep disorders. I went on to rule out narcolepsy, which is um, falling asleep in, in, um, at, uh, on excessive daytime sleeping and falling asleep at inappropriate times. So I tried to rule out that too. But I didn't go in depth because obviously not enough time. Then also I went on to ask her if her sleep partner has sleep problems because that could also be. And I asked her how has she cared for this issue so far? Has she had any? And she said she has been on Valium. So this also could precipitate or worsen what she's even experiencing. I asked her about her sleep partner. Does he have restless leg syndrome? Features of suggesting obstructive sleep apnea, etc. So my time is up. Thank you very much. If you have questions, just drop them in the comment section. Good morning, sir. My name is John Smith, a medical student writing exam today. I've been asked by my examiners to interact with you on why you're here today. Please, can I go ahead? Okay, what's your name, sir? Okay, you're 24 years old. Thank you very much. So, I understand that you've been, com- you want to, you're about to be commenced on a drug called lithium. Okay, because you've been having um, relapses on, on, from, on your, from your condition. Okay, sir. Um, do you know anything about this drug called lithium? Uh, you know, it's a drug for your symptoms. All right, sir. That's correct. Basically, what lithium? Lithium is basically like a salt, like sodium, which is inside our bodies normally. But it's a unique salt in that it usually competes for sodium, competes with sodium in our body. So it's 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 easy to get um toxic with this lithium very easily but basically it's a mood stabilizer what it does is stabilizes your mood and that's the i'm sure that's one of the symptoms you've been experiencing you've been experiencing maybe elevation of mood or sometimes depression of mood okay sir so basically this drug is a drug that helps to stabilize your mood but it's a potentially toxic substance so we need to 
actually regularly monitor the levels in your blood to ensure that it is safe and effective for you so but about 75 percent of people on this lithium would usually experience one of two side side effects of this drug and they include increased urination increased thirst um confusion poor memory poor concentration tremors etc but if you can stick with the dosage of this drug and with regular monitoring of this drug in your body will be able to actually reduce those side effects to the barest minimum however you're going to be taking this lithium on a long term and then on monitoring your your progress we'll know if we should reduce or increase the dose as appropriate so there are some side effects i already told you some of it but I also mentioned that it could get easily toxic on the drug. You could get easily toxic on the drug. Hence, you need to be able to identify those um, toxic symptoms such as tremors or lack of um, concentration or coma or confusion or seizures and some other things like that. Or even death is that bad. However, if we can continue to monitor you appropriately, these things are not likely to happen uh, also we also want you to make sure you are well hydrated because dehydration can cause can predispose to being toxic on lithium also want you to take um have a regular salt intake because low level of salt in the blood can also predispose to this toxicity we're talking about however we also want to do some tests before we start you on this drug these tests are very important especially for your kidney because it's your kidney that excretes this lithium out of your body so you want to do kidney tests kidney function tests then there's also a gland in front of your neck called your thyroid we want to also test the function of that gland because lithium affects those two glands especially we also want to check your heart we want to do an ecg for you and when you start lithium the first after 12 hours you want to first check the dose in your body in your blood then we we'll continue to check until the level has been stable and we're comfortable with it for four weeks then for the other test the kidney test and thyroid test we're going to be doing that every six months so as time goes on the frequency of testing will reduce so this is just to inform you also insulin tends to interact with other drugs so if you see another doctor you want to tell them you're on lithium so they can um, control how they're giving you other drugs do you have any questions sir all right sir thank you very much for your attention time is up hi everybody i hope you enjoyed the lithium counseling clicking this is also a very high yield clicking station in your finals and even in international exams they usually ask lithium because it's it's a regularly used drug for bipolar affective disorder so the question goes to so i'm just going to be going over it as quickly as i can he said, Mr. Judah Baga is a 24-year-old university undergraduate student who was diagnosed with bipolar affective disorder seven months ago and has been having intermittent relapses despite anticonvulsants. And you could have an idea of the anticonvulsants you're talking about, sodium valproate, carbamazepine, and the other ones are used to treat BAP, BAD. Um, and it has been decided to, that it's best to start him on lithium. He wants to know what this is about. So counsel Mr. Abaga for lithium therapy. So the first thing you want to do is obviously create rapport. After that, you want to ask him what he knows. GADA. This is a counseling station. So you want to use the acronym GADA. Your greet, ask, tell, help. Um, what's the E? I can't remember the E right now. Then recap. Then um, you want, I asked about what he knows and he said it. Then I started introducing him to the told him it's a multiplier. told him that it's a salt in the body competes with sodium that I can know. And also, I also tried to let him know that. Um, it is also a potentially toxic substance and giving some of the side effects of lithium therapy and that regular monitoring is key so you have to make sure you're seeing all those things regular monitoring should feature like it should be the most important thing you are actually seeing 
then you also want to tell him about the length of time i told you it's going to be on a long-term basis and it depends on his improvement before we know if we're going to be stopping it or not and i also try to tell him about the things that we've been supposed to talk this is like the hydration low salt intake and etc and the next important thing to talk about is the test that you need to do and you have to tell them because when you start them with therapy and they're doing tests oh yeah go and do this test go and do this and you know nigerians now they will be like ah you don't tell us that we'll be doing all this test i don't know i'll just start using drug and that's all so you have to inform the patient ahead of time that you will be doing tests so i told him 12 hours immediately after you start the drug we'll check then weekly until we get a comfortable level once we reach that that's um safe level of the drug in your blood we continue we do it weekly and then we for four weeks once we do that we can now go to six months for the other ones so you go like that and you also want to tell them about um seeking urgent medical help if they if they um if they are toxic i didn't really say that actually so time is up thank you very much for your attention Good morning, sir. My name is Bolan Rade, Bolan Medical Student Writing Exam. Today, I've been asked by my examiners to interact with you about why you're here today. Please, do I have your permission to proceed? Thank you very much, sir. What's your name, sir? How old are you? Okay, I understand that you've been treated for a condition called bipolar affective disorder, but you've been having relapses and it has been decided that they're going to change your drug and start you on a drug called lithium. Are you aware about, of that, sir? Okay, sir, what do you know about this drug called lithium? Yes, it's to help improve your symptoms. That's correct, sir. So basically, lithium is a salt. It's found um, in the salt that occurs naturally. However, it is a potentially toxic salt. And what it does in the body is it helps to stabilize your mood. I know you've been probably experiencing symptoms of having low mood or elevated mood. So basically, it's to stabilize and and put your... Um, regularize your mood basically so that you don't experience those high or elevated mood symptoms but uh, this drug like i said is a potentially toxic substance so it's easy to get side effects from this drug at least 75 percent of people experience one or two or more side effects from this drug such as increased urination increased thirst um tremors confusion poor memory poor concentration and some other things but once we can keep the, and the reason why is because this drug has a what we call a neurotherapeutic index don't mind my big grammar. What it means is that it's easy for this drug to get toxic. It's easy for this drug to exceed the level that will be safe for your body and all your systems. So basically, we want to regularly monitor you. So I want to regularly monitor the level of this lithium in your blood. However, so there are some things that can predispose to this drug being toxic in your body. And so these things include dehydration, low salt intake, if there are problems with your kidneys. Because it's important because your kidneys are the ones that excrete this lithium out of your body. So if they are not in top condition, it's easy to get toxic on this drug. And it's, this drug, on the other hand, can also affect your kidneys and cause kidney problems. So we want to make sure your kidney function is optimal. Also, there's a gland in front of your neck called your thyroid gland. This thyroid gland helps in, produces a hormone that helps in your metabolism and everything. So it's this lithium can also affect your thyroid gland so we want to do tests for this two glands especially we want to do kidney function tests and thyroid function tests to ensure that these glands are in top condition so that they you don't experience any of these symptoms or any untoward effect of lithium on these organs also want to check your heart so want to do an ecg now sir this drug i said can easily get toxic so there are some signs of toxicity such as confusion convulsions coma even death so we want you to seek urgent medical help once you notice any of these symptoms so that you can be treated and managed appropriately so sir, when you start this drug 12 hours after you start we're going to check the level of this drug in your body in your blood then we continue to check weekly until we reach a stabilized level and we're comfortable with that level for four weeks once we have that level then we can monitor as as appropriate 
Also, for your kidney and thyroid, like I said, we'll be checking that one every six, six months to make sure that it's in top condition and it's not been affected by the lithium therapy. Also, lithium tends to interact with other drugs. So we want you to, when you see another doctor and they want to give you another drug, you want to let them know. If they ask you what drugs are you on, you want to tell them your lithium so that they can actually adjust any drug that would probably interact negatively with lithium. Do you have any questions? All right, so are you going to be using this drug long term, actually? So as we're monitoring you and checking your symptoms, we'll know if you should stop or reduce as the case may be. Are you clear, sir? Can you recap everything I've said? Thank you very much, sir, for your attention. A 27-year-old male who has been a chronic user of alcohol has suddenly decided to stop its use. A. Assessing for dependence. We counsel him on symptoms expected following sudden stoppage of use. You have 2 minutes 30 seconds to do this. The time starts now. Good afternoon, sir. My name is AK. I'm a candidate for this exam. I've been asked by my examiners to interact with you for the purpose of this exam. Please do have the permission to go ahead, sir. Okay, sir. Thank you very much, sir. What's your name? Okay, how old are you? What do you do for a living? All right, I understand that um, you used to take alcohol or you are a, you take alcohol very frequently and uh, you have made up your mind or made a decision to stop it. Is that correct, sir? <clears throat> All right, sir. So I'm going to just be asking you a few questions regarding that. When did you start? When did you first taste alcohol? When you were 10 years old, okay, was it like at an occasion or something? Okay, sir, so um, since then you've been taking alcohol on a regular basis. Do you take it every day? How many bottles do you take every day? How many bottles do you take per week? What type of alcohol do you drink? Do you drink gin, beer, um, spirits, red wine? Okay, sir. All right, sir. Do you ever um, find yourself craving alcohol, like having a strong craving to take alcohol? Okay, sir, do you find yourself um, that the amount of alcohol that you used to take to get you drunk is low, is now higher than what you, it used to be when you initially started taking alcohol? Okay, sir, do you find out that when you try to stop, have you ever tried to stop taking alcohol? Okay, those times that you tried to stop, do you notice some symptoms or some, do you start, did you start experiencing some things like, oh, sweating, you find, you find your heart beating very fast, you cannot control yourself, you are sweating, you are anxious, like, and you need, it's like you need to have a taste of alcohol. Okay, sir, when you feel those symptoms, when you do take alcohol, does it relieve the symptoms? Okay, sir. Have you found yourself ignoring or forfeiting the other things that are important in your life just to um, chase your your desire for alcohol? Okay, sir. Have people around you been complaining? Has it been affecting your functioning, maybe your work, your family life, your school? Are you a student? Has it been affecting your academics? Have people around you been complaining? Okay, sir. Um, do you find that do you, are you actually aware that you have a problem with drinking, a drinking problem? Okay, sir. Um, do you have um, any any um, any symptoms apart from the ones that I've talked about? Okay, sir. Um, do you suddenly um, do you wake up in the morning and you want to use alcohol to like kind of open your eyes? Okay, sir. People around you have you gotten angry when people around you have actually complained about your drinking problem? Okay, sir. My time is even up, sir. Thank you very much, sir. 
Good morning, Sam. My name is AK, and I'm a candidate for this examination. I've been asked by my examiners to interact with you and ask you a few questions about why you're here today. Please have your permission to go ahead, sir. Okay, sir, what's your name? Okay, how old are you? What do you do for a living? Okay, I understand that um, you have been using alcohol for a while, and you have decided to stop taking alcohol. Is that correct, sir? Okay, sir, I'm just going to be asking you a few questions to for that understand why you are here so that I can be of assistance to you. Please, I want you to be as honest as possible as you can with me. Thank you very much, sir. Okay, so when did you first start, when did you first taste alcohol? Okay, so um, what's, um, so since then, at the age of 10, okay, so you've been taking alcohol since then, every day, frequently, once a week. How many times do you take alcohol in a day? Okay, like how many bottles do you take at a go? <clears throat> do you find yourself binging on alcohol? Like you take a lot of bottles at once. Okay, sir. Um, do you find yourself craving alcohol? Okay, what types of alcohol do you take? Spirits, gin, wine. Um, okay, all right, sir. Um, do you find yourself um, craving alcohol, having a strong craving for alcohol? Okay, sir. The amount of alcohol you used to take initially, do you find? Have you found out that it has increased for you to get the same level of highness or high, or to get you as drunk as you would want to? Compared to before, as, as the number of bottles or the number, the amount of alcohol increase. Okay, sir. <clears throat> Do you find yourself, um, when you try, have you ever tried to stop taking alcohol? Okay, those times that you tried, do you find yourself having some experiences like maybe you find your heart beating very fast, you start sweating, you start getting anxious, fidgety, maybe aggressive? Okay, sir. And when you have you tried to take alcohol? to relieve those symptoms when you do take alcohol do they actually does it actually relieve those symptoms okay sir have you found yourself neglecting other important activities in your life just to pursue your alcohol desire okay sir people around you being complaining about your alcohol problem your drinking problem okay sir have you continued to take alcohol despite the fact that you do you know that alcohol is is not good for you do you know that taking it in the amount that i take it is not good for you have you still continued to take it despite you knowing that it's harmful to your body okay sir um do you find yourself do you actually know that you have a drinking problem are you aware okay sir. do you find your um, motivation to change reducing or getting smaller as the day goes by okay sir um do you has it affected your work your school your family life okay so have you tried to cut down on alcohol do you get annoyed when people call you out on your drinking problem do you feel guilty sometimes about your drinking problem do you wake up in the morning and use alcohol as an eye opener like to open your eyes and get you started for the day okay sir all right so i'm just going to be giving you since you've made this decision to quit taking alcohol i'm just going to be giving you a few tips because it's not this is not just about the drinking it's about something that has happened in your brain because you have continued this for a long time and it has become what we call in medicine addiction so your your body is already used to it and so if you try to stop it it's going to react that's the easiest way or that's the simplest way that i can put it for you so you start feeling some symptoms you can start having chest pain you can start feeling anxious fidgety you start having tremors your hands will be trembling you start feeling your your heart beating fast and all those things i want you to know that those are normal symptoms when you try to stop taking something that you have been taking for a long time so what you do in this kind of situations is you, you do not want to go back to alcohol rather you can come to the hospital if it gets really worse so that we can give you other things there are other things that we can give you to help you sail through this process of um, winning you off this addictive pattern.
So we could give you patches of nicotine or something, or a nicotine chewing gum or something, or sorry, that's for cigarettes. Sorry, we could do something. We could so that will help you, and also we have to also um, do some tests because we're taking alcohol for a while to make sure that your liver has not because the alcohol one of the major organs that alcohol affects is the liver. So we don't want you to to end up with a liver problem. You're still very young and you have your whole life ahead of you. So we want you to um to to do a liver function test and some other tests so that we'll be sure that everything is okay. Is that fine by you sir? Do you understand everything I said? Can you recap for me? Okay sir. So do you still want to go ahead and stop taking alcohol? Thank you very much sir. Thank you for your time. Thank you sir. You are to choose an antipsychotic for a newly diagnosed 16-year-old boy with schizophrenia. You are to choose between alloperidol and risperidone. Consider the mother and possible side effects of the two medications. Good afternoon, ma'am. My name is AK. I'm a candidate for this examination. I've been asked by my examiners to interact with you on why you brought your son here today. Please do have your permission to go ahead. Thank you very much, ma. Um, what's his name? You guys mother, right? Okay, he's 16 years old. I understand that he was just diagnosed for um diagnosed of a condition called schizophrenia and he's about to be commenced on treatment is that correct ma okay ma so basically what i want to just um know what do you know about this condition that your son has yes it's basically correct my disease of the brain um that is your son has problems with the way he processes information his emotions his thinking processes and all those things but it's something that can be treated I may not exactly assure you of a cure, but it can be treated and well managed so that it can still be able to function like every normal individual. Do you understand, ma? So there are some drugs that we use. We call them antipsychotics. Don't mind the big grammar. It's just they are just basically drugs that try to relieve those symptoms that your son would have been seeing. That maybe hearing voices, talking, um, being aggressive, um, seeing things that other people don't see, and all those other things like that that you might have seen when he was. Um, as this, as the condition progressed, okay, ma. So the two drugs that we're contemplating um, for your son are risperidol and risperidone. So both of them are antipsychotic, but they are of two different classes. We have the first generation, which we call the typical, and the second generation, which we call the atypical. Now the difference between them is that they work on different parts of the brain to cause relief of those symptoms that we talked about in your son's condition so basically the, as they work on those symptoms some of them have side effects or at least all of them have side effects but because of the different parts that they work on they have different side effects so that that's what actually makes them a bit different from each other so the first generation which is alloperidol the um, drug from the first generation is notorious for what we call extrapyramidal side effect. Yes, it works to relieve symptoms, but it has other side effects that might be distressing for your son, such as having tremors, rigidity. You just feel that the, around his mouth, the area around his mouth is numb. You just have this irresistible urge to move. You just um, you would have this, um, we call it acute dystonic reaction, where you just have some trembling, you'll be smacking his lips, you have muscle twitching, and all those things. So it could be really distressing but those are the side effects of the alloperidol it could also have sedation and all those other things but for, on the other hand for the risperidol it works on another part of the brain and effective it is but it also has no side effect but it has lesser of that um, of those side effects from the first one 
it's very very like on a much lower rate than the first one but on the other hand it also has its own side effects like um your son feeling um dizzy um um, dizziness feeling a bit weak maybe if he's standing he just feels like he wants to faint or something what we call autostatic hypotension he might have his heart beating fast he might not be able to sleep he might and all those things so those are basically the side effects so i don't know which one you want to go for but since i've been able to explain to you the two um, drugs and the suicide effects. I hope you can make your decision. Do you want to think about it and come back on your next appointment to let us know more? All right, ma. Thank you very much. To have a nice day. This is a six-seven-year-old man with complaints of easy forgetfulness. Ask relevant questions to arrive at a possible diagnosis. Your time starts now. Good. Evening, sir. My name is AK. I'm a candidate for this examination, and I'm going to ask them examiners to interact with you on why you're here today. Please, do you have information to go ahead? Thank you very much. Sir. What's your name, sir? How old are you? Okay, sir. I understand that you've been forgetting things easily. Is that correct, sir? Okay, sir. When did this start? About six months ago. All right, sir. This start suddenly or was a gradual thing? Okay, sir. So, these things that you forget, is it that you forget things that happen immediately? Is it that you forget? um do you forget physical things mental things memories events or just okay maybe forgot where you kept your glasses or something everything okay sir okay sir so do you find yourself forgetting things about your past maybe past events like when you got married or who you who you um did business with or something okay sir okay sir okay sir do you find yourself wandering around the house do you find yourself forgetting okay maybe you were about to go somewhere and then you forget where you wanted to go to okay sir um do you find yourself forgetting your keys your glasses or things that are personal effect to you okay sir um do you did you eat your head at any time okay so you been treated for any medical condition hypertension diabetes okay sir um have you been told that you have any problems with your thyroid, your um, thyroid gland? Okay, sir. Have you been told that you have any, um, you, you've been having maybe tremors or rigidity of your hand. You see your hand is trembling or shaking or something and your face is like quartz looking. Okay, sir. Okay, sir. Um, are you on any drugs? Any drugs? Okay, sir. Do you smoke? Do you take alcohol? Okay, sir. Um, so, talking about your memory. Has your memory been been getting worse? Like people actually do you do you are you still able to recognize people's faces? Can you calculate money? Um can you still write? Can you speak fluently? Okay, sir. Um do you have issues with your vision? Okay, do you have issues of um, recollecting memories that are a bit distant from the present moment? Okay, sir. Okay, sir. Um do you have they ever have you ever had an experience where you wander out of the house and they have to start looking for you? Your family members have to start looking for you. Okay, sir. Okay, sir. Are you still the one in charge of your finances? Okay, sir. Okay, sir. Can you still bathe for yourself? Can you still feed yourself? Can you still go to the toilet by yourself? Alright, sir. How has this been affecting your functioning? Are you a retiree? Where do you live? Do you live with your children? Okay, sir. Or you live alone? Do you have a what of your wife? Is she fine? Does she stay with you? Has she been complaining about this? 
is anybody in your family has this kind of issue all right sir thank you very much sir thank you for your time sir this five-year-old has been brought by the parents on account of poor academic performance what may be the possible courses for differential diagnosis actually one questions to arrive at the most likely diagnosis you have three minutes your time starts now okay the possible causes of differential diagnosis of this might include um intellectual disability um learning disability um attention deficit hyperactive disorder autism spectrum disorders um one conduct disorder could be a differential okay so good afternoon ma'am my name is aki i'm a candidate for this examination i've been asked by my examiners to interact with you and why you brought your son here today please do have your permission to go ahead what's your son's name okay he's five years old okay so i understand that i've been having academic performance is that correct when did this start ma a year ago so prior to that he has been doing well okay what class is he he's in primary one okay so um do does he have any siblings okay so you said this just started a year ago so prior to this he has been doing well and performing well academically okay ma um do you notice any change in his behavior did anything happen to him in this previous one year maybe there was a stress or his father around oh his father left i'm so sorry about that so since then it has been like that that has that has caused a trigger for him okay i'm so sorry about that ma um what is um so ma can he write can he read okay ma does he interact well with his friends does he have friends okay ma can he bite himself can he feed himself can he um go to toilet by himself can he do regular things that people of his age mates can do is he growing or developing like all, all his age mates can he talk he communicates okay does he have any strange behaviors that you want things to be done in a particular way without being changed okay ma does he have um is he doing this is that he's always wanting to be to stay alone he wants he's withdrawn he doesn't want to relate with anybody or he has some particular toys that he plays with he just wants to be alone he doesn't smile with people he doesn't play with his friends okay ma do you notice that he's hyperactive do you notice that he's always jumping up um does the teacher complain that he's always very very inattentive in class he's always doesn't wait for his turn he or he doesn't want to um he, he's always before a question is asked he would have jumped up to answer the questions always disturbing people in class have you as the teacher complained even in okay ma so this um um symptoms that you've been saying have you noticed that he's aggressive doesn't listen he doesn't obey instructions he breaks rules have you noticed that about him okay ma so when you were pregnant do you have any infection in your first trimester maybe you had fever and rash okay did you use any drugs apart from the drugs that were given to you in the hospital okay did, did, um, when he when he was born did he have any any abnormality in his body does he have any abnormality right now so his development is at par as at that par with that of his mate okay ma um so he said does he speaks well he speaks fluently doesn't have any like ticks like abnormal um muscle movements okay ma um okay ma so he doesn't bully people around him he doesn't violate rules he doesn't um disobey he doesn't lie mm? you did not know that about him so after he gave birth to him did he cry well at birth okay ma was he treated for anything maybe jaundice or any infection after birth okay ma so um has he been sick of recent 
okay now. So you said you can take it back by yourself. You can, you can, you can, you can. Um, does it does it interact with people? Okay, so can he like self-direct himself? Okay, ma. All right, ma. Thank you very much, ma, for your time, and would work on um, how we further manage him. Thank you. And this is for perceptual abnormalities in this 37-year-old man. Good afternoon, sir. My name is A.K. Kande for this exam. I've been asking my examiner to interact with you on why you are here today. Please have your permission to go ahead. Okay, so what's your name? You're 37. Okay, I'm just going to be asking you a few questions. Are you being, are you being treated for any mental health condition, mental conditions? Does anybody in your family have a mental condition? Okay, sir. Um, are there times that you have experiences where you misinterpret some some um some things that are going on around you okay maybe you have you see shadows and you mistake or misinterpret them for for ghosts or something or you see a tree moving and you just believe that it's something else maybe it's a witch that is flying or something someone from your village okay sir um or do you hear voices that other people do not hear you do okay sir um so how many voices do you hear you have four voices okay so do they talk about you do they talk to you or what do they do sometimes they talk to you sometimes they talk about you okay sir so do they run commentary on your actions or maybe when you are going to the toilet say oh see he's going to the toilet do they run commentary on what you are doing okay sir okay sir do you so you said they are they are, they are you hear four voices okay so are they male or female do they resemble anybody around you okay sir um so you say they talk about you and they talk to you okay sir. so they tell you to do harmful things do they tell you bad things about other people do they tell you to arm yourself or kill yourself or arm other people around you okay so do you see things that other people do not see you see maybe ghosts or you see images or you see fairies or things other people do not see okay sir. do you have smell things that other people don't smell maybe you are just in a room and you start smelling a pot of soup and nobody's cooking Okay, so do you have taste sensation that other people don't have? Or do you feel things working on your body when it's not really there? So do you feel like you are not real? Do you feel like you are not real, that you are detached from yourself? Okay, so do you feel like there is like a, a change in the outside world? Okay, so do you feel like something familiar is going on? Is something that is actually unfamiliar? Okay, sir. Okay, sir. Um, okay, sir. Okay, sir. Um, do you have um, abnormal sensations? Maybe you start feeling yes, voice talking to you when you are waking up from sleep, or those things I asked you about. Do you feel them when you are waking up from sleep, or when you are when you are going to sleep? Okay, so do you do you hear voices that actually command you to do things? Okay, sir. Okay, sir. All right, sir. Thank you very much, sir, for your time. Do have a wonderful day. Good day, sir. My name is Aki. I'm candidate for this examination. I'll be asked by my examiners to interact with you on why you're here today. Do you have your permission to go ahead, sir? Thank you very much, sir. What's your name, sir? How old are you? Six or seven years. Okay, sir. Um, I understand that you are here because you have been forgetting things easily. Is that correct, sir? Okay, sir. Um, when did it start? Okay, six months ago. Okay, what well, did it start suddenly or gradually? Okay, so um, about the things you forget, is it that you forget where you, um, do you forget 
events do you forget things like maybe your keys your glasses or you forget places people names what are things that you forget exactly sir okay sir okay sir so do you have you noticed that you forgot you when someone tells you something like now you can in the next few minutes when the person asks you you won't be able to remember okay sir what of things do you remember what you ate yesterday night okay sir what of what you ate last week okay sir um do you find yourself forgetting very far memories like maybe when you got married or your birthday or when nigeria gained independence or something like that okay sir um sir have you noticed that you wander around have you noticed that maybe you cannot can you still calculate numbers do you still handle your finances do you calculate can you calculate numbers okay sir do you find yourself um having um difficulty recognizing people recognizing faces recognizing objects so do you have difficulty what do you used to do what was your occupation or what is your occupation used to be a doctor okay sir a surgeon okay sir do you notice that you've lost your skilled movements or your skills that you find difficult to do yours to handle the scalpel or something okay sir you find it difficult um speaking or expressing yourself okay sir um what of your do you have you noticed that you have low mood low appetite lots of interest in previously um pleasurable activities okay so have you noticed that can you still take your bath by yourself can you still feed yourself can you still go to toilet for your by yourself can you still take your medications and all those things can you still do your money okay so is there any issue of you eating your head somewhere or having trauma to your head have you been treated for any medical condition like hypertension diabetes um do you smoke do you take alcohol also have you noticed that there's any change in the way you your personality maybe you're more aggressive or your emotions are very liberal now you you get easily irritable okay so have you noticed that you get anxious easily will you be taking care of yourself do you notice that you're not taking care of yourself as you used to like your personal hygiene and everything get sad have people been complaining that you've been hostile to them and everything okay sir um have you noticed that you you have some strange beliefs very strong beliefs that people want to harm you or that people want to steal from you or something okay sir do you have um any have you ever noticed any time when you read on yourself or you put on yourself without your knowledge okay sir have you noticed that you've been doing things that you don't used to do maybe you've been sexually um sexually um disinhibited or something or you're just impulsive i've noticed the disturbances with your sleep sir okay sir um you said no history of falls no history of of um of head injury at all all right sir okay sir um so how has this been affecting you have you been able to have your family members been complaining have you been able to do things you used to do before all right sir. thank you very much sir, for your time would definitely um get back to you to know how we can manage you further Thank you very much, sir.